0: I want to tell you something and that is operating a food company has been one of the most challenging endeavors of my life from innovating products that we want to land at the intersection of taste and nutrition to wrestling with supply chain issues and managing inventory. I have had more sleepless nights in the past three years than I have in the last 30, including the 12 when I was a firefighter. But no one tells you that food is hard. But I also want to say it's because of each of you that we continue to get in the trenches day after day after day. It's in our core values to keep at it, knowing that we are filling a giant void in the market with products that you can't find anywhere else. And this makes it easier for us to climb out of bed each day. I wanna thank you for your patience. We are anxiously awaiting the return of our organic pancake and waffle mixes. And we're excited to announce that our Plant Strong milks will be available online later this week, followed soon thereafter by the return of our exciting new burger mixes. Our goal is to be your reliable and trustworthy partner for all things plant strong, allowing you to stock up on healthy meals that you can make and enjoy in minutes while still managing your busy lives. I appreciate each and every one of you and want you to know that the effort will be worth it once more brands start to care about the integrity of the nutrition that they're putting into their products. Thank you so much for your support, and please stay tuned for exciting updates at plantstrong.com. Hello, everyone. I am Rip Esselstyn, and I want to introduce you to a new series we're launching. It's called Plant Strong Snackables. It's a bite sized podcast where we're going to dish on all things plants. You know, here at Plant Strong, we love plants. We plants excite us. Plants make the world go round. We love talking about ingredients that get us excited. We love talking about new innovative uh, products that are hitting the shelves. We love talking about how to read labels and, and of course, a lot of the new products that we're going to be launching at Plant Strong. I want to introduce you to somebody on the Plant Strong team. This is Jessica Pastore. <laughs> Yay! Hi, Rep. And, uh, and I call her Jess. Yeah. And, and Jess is the head cabbage over all things product development, innovation, sourcing the most incredible uh, medicinal ingredients so that all of our products that we are creating are not only the most nutritionally sound but also the most tasty and the most convenient, really, on the planet. And that's our that's our goal at Plant Strong.
1: Yeah. Absolutely, absolutely. Thanks, Rip.
0: Yeah. Now what I would love is for Jess to kind of introduce herself and and kind of share with you a little bit about her background and how she came to be part of the Plant Strong team.
1: Sure, I can do that. It is a bit unconventional. Um I actually didn't start in the field of food. I started in the field of mechanical engineering, so there's <laughs> there's nuts involved, but it's more nuts and bolts. Um, and it was great. I learned a lot, learned how to learn, um, but it wasn't really where my passion was and tried out a few things, went back to school, uh, did the MBA thing um, and really, again, wasn't totally satisfied. I, I took a job in uh, oil and gas, working for Exxon Mobil. And again, learned a lot of great lessons, but it's not where my heart was. And um, while I was working for Exxon Mobil, I actually started moonlighting in the prepared food section uh, at our local Whole Foods because I just loved being around food and talking to people about food and standing behind that counter, you get to talk about food all day. So I would literally, you know, eight to five, be at Exxon, and then, you know, 530 to 11, uh, work at Whole Foods. And I didn't have much of a social life, but um, it was a really great experience. And that ultimately led me to transition um, to Whole Foods. So whatever I was doing for Exxon, which was actually finance, um, I was able to, to start doing with Whole Foods as well. So got my foot in the door with Whole Foods, Joined their competitive intelligence team.
0: So that that's globally here in Austin. Here right?
1: in Austin, yeah. yep, yep. So I got brought to Austin, the greatest city. I'm so grateful, um, and started working for Whole Foods on their competitive intelligence team, and really understanding. Why were people opting to shop at other retailers? What could Whole Foods do? What, how could they continue to surprise and delight customers? Um, you know, If there was another retailer who was bringing in an innovative product or doing something with you know, displays or merchandising, we wanted to understand that and, and bring that back to the team. Uh, also did a stint on pricing analytics. Um, Of course, while I was there, I I had the opportunity to meet you. And one of the benefits of Whole Foods that is unique is um, they have a medical and wellness center for their corporate employees. And so while I was there, I started seeing a nutritionist. My cholesterol was really high. It was at 257, I think my number was, my total cholesterol. Uh,
0: And you you were at the time, what, in your late 20s?
1: Yeah, late 20s. They wanted to put me on statins before the age of 30. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, okay. All right.
1: (laughs) Yeah. I I, I didn't want to do that because I I had heard, you know, once you start taking statins, you know, that's kind of it, or, you know, going to take them for the rest of your life. And I don't even want to take Advil if I don't have to. So, um, I was really opposed to that. And I asked, you know, is there an alternative? And of course they suggested a whole food plant-based diet. I was like, I don't know. I don't think it's going to work for me. I've been a healthy eater all my life taking out oil, how am I supposed to cook? Yeah. Um, but but they talked me through it and gave some great tips. And I was like, okay, Whole Foods, I'll try your diet. And of course, tested my cholesterol uh, six weeks later, it had dropped 100 points. And then you can't argue with it. You see the numbers, right? So, so yeah, I've been, been plant-based ever since. Um, of course, we did one of your immersions as well. I brought my father uh, because I wanted him to have the same Uh, experience that I did. I know we were only there for six days and it was five days of plant-based eating between when you initially tested his cholesterol, um, before the event and at the end of the event, five days of plant-based eating and his cholesterol dropped 75 points.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Are those typical? Oh yeah. That, I mean, 75, I would say is not typical. What's typical is probably more like, um, 25 to
1: 25 to
0: 30. Okay. On, on the total cholesterol, about 20 on the LDL, um, and then typically triglycerides drop, fasting blood sugar drops, all those numbers. But
1: we're just you, sensitive, I guess. We're <laughs> just in this family. We're just <laughs> sensitive to our diet and how we're, that affects our cholesterol. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, so anyway, so so Jessica, um, when we decided to launch. Plant Strong Foods. I just knew that um, if there was any way I could get Jessica on board, it would be an absolute coup. And a little over a year ago, uh, the timing was right. Things kind of everything aligned, and uh, and Jessica came over to work with Plant Strong full time, and has been doing a phenomenal, phenomenal job. So one of the things I also want to do uh, on you know Plant Strong snackables is talk about some of the things that are. That are kind of in the news, that um, are making headlines. And one of the things that we we've talked about is so recently. There's there's an app called Tinder. I've never used it. You you you've used it, right?
1: Yes, reluctantly, <laughs> I used it for a period of time, and I'm so grateful <laughs> that those days are long behind me.
0: Right. But if you but if you are into Tinder and using it, what we've discovered is that the fastest growing trend when searching attributes in potential dates is plant-based. Is your potential partner, right, plant-based? And I just find that to be so fascinating and uh, really a testament to what is going on right now in the plant-based movement. I like to call it the plant strong era is upon us right now. How, I'd like to talk about this for just a second, and that is how important is it or was it for you that your partner be plant-based?
1: Well, I'll tell you, if they had that feature, I would have been thrilled. Whatever dating profile was the first to bring in that feature, I would have used. That would have been the most important Um, because you think about it, you know, three meals a day. You know you want to have that alignment it just makes things so much easier every single day and so i didn't know how important it was um, until of course i i started uh dating evan who is wonderful and also plant-based uh we were just friends you know making sweet potato batch cooking them on sunday nights together and that uh, connection over food really helped uh, us transition uh, into a, a romantic relationship and of course We are getting married this weekend, so after this uh, podcast, I'll be going to pick up my mom and grandmother from the airport to start on the wedding festivities.
0: Yeah, and you just got back from trying on your wedding dress. I did.
1: I did. It's in my car, actually. It's in my car right this second. So, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Well, so speaking of of dating, uh, I think this is a great a great transition for us to go into. Uh, some ingredients that we're really excited about right now, and then also some uh, some trends. And I'd like to talk about dates.
1: Oh my goodness! Right? Yes. yes. And,
0: and uh, I I know how much you and Evan love dates. In fact, you guys are the ones that turned our family onto dates, and we are now buying these. Um, they're kind of high end dates, but once you once you try these. You can't ever go back to like the store-bought dates. These are phenomenal. Um, They're the most
1: incredible. The brand is Batista Farms. And again, this was the recommendation of a Whole Foods uh, health coach who who told me about this brand. Um, and I know Lori, I think uh, a member of the Plant Strong team found it for uh, you independently. Yeah. But they are juicy and moist. I think you call it a wet pack, is what it's called. Uh, but they're sold out for the season. Rip, you yeah. can't buy them right now. And this is a medjool. It's a medjool, correct? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which is the the best kind. We've done some internal taste testing in those. Seem to win out, yeah. But they have a lot of varieties on their website,
0: yeah. Mm-hmm. So a couple about two years ago, we actually um, we did a really exhaustive consumer insight survey because we wanted to find out what uh, all of you, what our Plant Strong audience liked and didn't like, what you craved uh, as well in um, in foods and. Could you speak to what we discovered?
1: Sure. So first off, I would say one thing that I love about the plant strong community is how responsive everyone is to uh, anything that we ask. Any survey, a lot of insights. That is so helpful to us, and we are really listening. I w- I will read every email that comes through. You know, inquiring about products or. Um, you know what what sort of things we should do next but what we saw when we asked people what is the biggest challenge of eating and living a plant-strong lifestyle what's the thing that you miss most two responses really rose to the top cheese and desserts
0: right right right, right. now do you as far as cheese is concerned uh I mean, do you have any solutions there? I, I, I mean, I think we both have our own. Personally, I, I'm not a fan of any of the cheese substitutes. I kind of think that for the most part, they're, they're too high in fat. They're too healthy. They're too unhealthy. They're high in oil. Like, you know, for example, I'm not going to name names, but, mm-hmm. but, um, and so I've just gotten to the point to where I just don't, I don't miss cheese whatsoever. And if I use nutritional yeast on like broccoli or cauliflower or on top of a pizza, uh, popcorn, that usually does the trick. But I know you you might wanna speak to some products that are out there.
1: Yeah, that's great. Well, in our household, the number one thing, we love doing a whole grain kabocha squash mac and cheese. Mm. So blended kabocha squash, especially if you skin it, you get that nice yellow cheesy color, right? It's creamy. Uh, You add a little almond milk, some nutritional yeast, of course, a little lemon juice, and you spoon that in with some pasta, you get a great mac and cheese alternative. (laughs) Yeah, that's one of our favorites. Um, And then in terms of brands, there are some cleaner ones out there. Evan and I are both really active, uh, so we don't shy away from fat in the same way. Uh, Treeline, for example, is a cashew-based cheese, uh, nut cheese, and there's really nothing in it. Cashews and cultures and a little bit of salt. So super clean. But again, for anyone who's, you know, uh, may have a specific health condition and is trying to reduce the amount of fat that they're taking in, I think the kabocha squash mac and cheese is a great option. Yeah.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. So um, let's move on from cheese to desserts. Yes.
1: Yes. (laughs) So, um, you know, Rip, thinking about creating a dessert product for our, our consumers, you know, we we looked at the entire spread of, of engine two products and, and asked ourselves are there any products that can serve a dual purpose that can be either a breakfast item and a dessert? You know, I, I personally eat ribs big bowl every day yeah. um, as a dessert, right? I'd never eat it in the morning. Uh, It's always my, my evening snack. Um, So we were wondering, you know, is there some breakfast item that could could play that dual role? And it really felt like there was a huge opportunity in granolas, but um, can I confess something first And and, and you promise you won't, Get upset?
0: Uh, Yes.
1: (laughs) Okay. Um, I wasn't a fan of the original Engine 2 granolas. Yeah.
0: Well, I mean, you can pick one up right there if you want. sure.
1: Got a package right here.
0: Yeah.
1: I. You know, some of the skews had a little bit of cinnamon. Uh, Of course, they had their berries. There was just a touch of maple syrup, but I really found them to be a little bit bland. And some people like that, right? Uh, But for me, the biggest issue uh, was they were just too crunchy? They were so hard.
0: Well, you know why? That's because of the the steel cutouts that were in there.
1: Yeah, that was and, the culprit. And, yeah, mm-hmm. and I
0: and I agree. To me, uh, this was this was a product that could use some enhancements, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, for, for sure.
1: Yeah, I I really think so, and and you know the the best advice that we got was to opt for something like an old-fashioned rolled oat and that makes total sense to me because if you think about something like a croissant you know you want those nice flat layers a rolled oat gives you those nice flat flat layers you can get that nice crunch what we had before was was (laughs) dense and chewy and and baked to a Mm -hmm. super teeth-breaking crunch yeah
0: although we had people that absolutely loved it and adored it Mm -hmm. but um that is going the way of the dodo bird but we have something very exciting that's um that's that's coming out
1: yeah so i am most excited of of all the products that we're working on my personal favorite is is really these granolas and i know uh with the samples early on that we created when we finally got to a good place uh we were very uh specific and only doled out little bits of amounts right like oh, calling each other like hey do you have a little bit of the yeah. the chocolate flavor oh no okay what are we gonna do um but yes they're absolutely delicious and and as i said you know thinking about creating flavor profiles we really wanted to go with a classic dessert series right so um the first you know at plant strong we we look at categories we look at brands we look at items that are performing well, what flavors of these brands of granolas or soups or cereals are doing well, um, and then try to do a plant-strong version of, of those. And so, you know, thinking about classic desserts and thinking about you, um, what came to mind at first to me was was apple pie, like an all-American, wholesome uh, type type flavor. So, So that was the first one that really came in. And when I was thinking about you know, what what we would add to these granolas to really make them delicious. I put up the most delicious looking picture of an apple pie and envisioned the consumer experience of of taking your fork and going into the top of that flaky crust down through the apple slices, the gooey filling, the crust in the bottom and tried to incorporate ingredients that captured all of those elements. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so I think we did it. So for the, the flaky crust on top, we brought in some um, toasted quinoa, right? That buttery, super brittle crunch. Uh, you know, apple pie, of course, has sliced apples. So we're doing diced dried apple bits. Yep. For that gooey filling that you get in most of those apple pies, of course, we're doing blended dates, uh, blended dates and apples. And then for the bottom crust area, where it gets a little soft, right where the filling hits that crust, you know, it's kind of soft right in there. We're doing a puffed amaranth, um, and of course a rolled out, right, so you get that softness. And then we flavor it with the same spices you would do with an apple pie: cinnamon, nutmeg, lemon peel, a little bit of salt. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's amazing. Well, yeah,
0: no, you. you so you, in partnership with our supplier partner mm-hmm. have really done a, a fabulous job in, in creating um, flavor profiles without using like any added sugar, yeah. right? Yeah. Without using copious amounts of salt, mm-hmm. oils, which to me makes this product really, there's nothing like it on, on the market.
1: There's nothing like it on the market. and And in doing our competitive assessments, you know, one of the best brands out there is purely Elizabeth. Um, and it's, it's got coconut sugar and it's got oil in it as well. Um, but it's, it tastes great, you know, in terms of taste, it's very indulgent. And what we learned is that for 140 calories worth of granola, there's 140 milligrams of sodium, right. which is is a one-to-one ratio, but right. for a dessert product, right. which is pretty high.
0: Right. So, so in, in the granola category, that's um, that's kind of pushing the limits a little bit.
1: Really pushing right. the limits. I was surprised to see so much salt. So um, ours range from 20 to 30 milligrams of sodium per serving. so we're at about a fifth um, or a sixth of what of what purely Elizabeth is doing. Um, but that little salt helps. just a little bit of salt with sweetness. Um, I learned long ago from a professional chef, if you want to make your desserts. Set your desserts off just the smallest amount of salt
0: gives it a little kick.
1: Yeah, it really, really does. Okay,
0: so we got uh, the classic apple pie, right? Yes. All American apple pie. All
1: American apple pie. And what else we
0: got? How many? How many skews are we talking? How many different iterations of granolas?
1: Yeah, so we're we're launching with four. Okay. Of course, we're dreaming up grand plans for additional skews, but the four that we're doing are the apple pie. Uh, we wanted to do a banana bread. Do you remember? We, we tried to do a banana bread. Folks, we're not doing a banana bread because <laughs> here's what happened. We tried to do a banana bread. And no matter how much banana flavor we added to it, it still didn't read like a banana bread. It read like an oatmeal raisin cookie. It tasted just like and it was delicious. Yeah. yeah, It was so good. So,
0: so what was interesting is in chasing after a banana bread, we actually inadvertently found ourselves right at the front door of oatmeal raisin
1: that's my favorite skew yeah. that one's my absolute favorite we couldn't get rid of it, it was like yeah. I know we want to do a banana bread yeah. um, but but just
0: so do okay it. what else do we got
1: we also you know when um, we were sampling the different ingredients we could play with to create these granolas I don't know if you remember but the berries that our supplier partner you you open the bag of these dried berries and they're so fragrant. It's it's incredible. They they are exceptional quality dried berries, um, especially the raspberries. Those stood out to me, yeah. right? What are
0: the what are the three?
1: The three berries we're doing: raspberry, strawberry, and blueberry. Yeah. So with those, we're coming up with a crispy mixed berry crumble. Mm-hmm. That's our our third skew, and then we knew we wanted to do a chocolate one, right? You need a chocolate skew to kind of round out that assortment.
0: I, I've got kind of an insatiable sweet tooth. Yeah. Yeah, and so the chocolate one really this is my favorite of, of all four um I'm, go ahead yeah so
1: so i remember when we were brainstorming what what flavors we wanted to do um this one was the one that the team it was like unanimous uh but what we we shied away from we came up with a chocolate cherry chia that we were like nah nah yeah. uh a samoa right those girl scout cookies but we at plant strong don't like to dabble yeah. in coconut right so that one was off the table what was the other one Maybe it was a chocolate banana bread swirl, but again, <laughs> that banana bread, it was so hard. Yeah. Uh, so what we decided to go with was a tahini chocolate chip cookie. Uh, so there's a recipe out there on the internet that's kind of famous for, it's like life-changing chocolate chip cookies is the recipe. Yeah. Um, and I, again, I wanted to use that recipe as inspiration and create a cleaned up version Um, of that cookie in in granola form. And I think it reads like a crumbled cookie, that granola.
0: But for for all of you kind of plant-strong veterans that are out there that have a very sophisticated palate that can appreciate all the nuances of lower amounts of salt, sugar, and fat, um, these granolas will knock your socks off. They're really... Guaranteed, guaranteed.
1: Yeah, they they are exceptional. And and the one little detail, you know, I wanted to give folks kind of a a behind the scenes. One of my favorite podcasts out there is, is how I built this. And everyone has a story of a hurdle that you overcame. Um, I think for the granola development, I don't, I'm sure you remember, Rip. We got to really good skews by sweetening them with apple juice yeah. and pear juice, right? We were using fruit juices to sweeten them um, as opposed to blended whole dates and, and apples, right, whole fruits. And I remember calling back our supplier partner and being like, thank you for creating these amazing skews for us. They taste delicious. Uh, we, we, we think they do great on shelves, but um, is there any way we could just try it with a whole fruit sweetened version? Um, and I was so impressed with their patience, but yeah. I think they they saw the potential. They saw that this is really where the market is is yeah. going. We want that extra sweetness, but we want the fiber with it too. Yeah. Apple juice is you know yeah. going to hit your blood you know affect your blood sugar uh, in a way similar to sugar. You need that fiber too to kind of blunt the effects. Um, so yeah, so grateful that we have a patient supplier partner who yeah. was willing to go back to the drawing board. We, we well to and advice. that's
0: a great point because you know in, in being in the food business now for over 11 12 years it's not just and, and because the Plan strong nutritional criteria is so kind of rigorous we have to find supplier partners slash manufacturers that are willing to think outside the proverbial box uh, and um, and not everybody has it in them and so we literally, Um, have to sometimes spend months and months and months finding the right supplier partners that are willing to work with us and be patient to create these just spectacular, um, healthy, nutritious products.
1: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Well, all of this talk about granola has made me a little bit hungry. Hungry all the time these days. Um, and so, you know, I was thinking, I yeah. in the spirit of talking about dates, in the spirit of talking about apples, you know, again, because our granolas are, are whole fruit sweetened, um, I wanted to share a recipe using those two ingredients. And, and the one that came to mind um, yeah. is something that, you know, I think we made for your family um, a, a, f- a few months ago now. Um, f- for those of you who don't know, back in February there was a really crazy February
0: 14th to about February 21st.
1: <laughs> yes not a good way to spend Valentine's Day. Most of Austin lost power um, it was it was freezing and and Evan and I sought refuge with Riff's family. Uh, and got to spend a few days with electricity. We didn't have running water. You guys lost that at that point. Um, yeah. So we were carrying buckets to flush toilets, but um, we got to enjoy some really great plant-based food.
0: So you and Evan um, shared with our family, your one of your favorite I think it, is it a dessert kind of treat?
1: I I usually have it with coffee. It's my afternoon snack, but it oh. is absolutely a okay. dessert. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah, and, and
0: since then, we we make it probably three times a week. And what's it what's it called?
1: So you've heard of ants on a log, right? Oh yeah, celery with peanut butter and raisins.
0: Never, I've never been a fan. Of
1: Me that. neither. Me yeah. neither. We call this slugs on a boat. Yep. is is what we call it. And so we slice apples we put a little bit of our favorite nut butter. That's the slime of the slugs. And then of course the slug is just a sliver of a medjool date. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's great, it's great. It's a kid-friendly snack, it's yeah. delicious.
0: So why, if you're game, why don't we make some right now? Oh
1: my gosh, I would love that.
0: So, so uh, all of you at home can, um, can see how this is done. For those of you that aren't watching on YouTube, we'll do our best to explain it uh, via audio sounds good let's yeah. do it All right, let's do it okay jess we're back we just went into the kitchen mm-hmm. got some of the supplies for the slugs on a boat yes um i am so psyched to try some of these so mm-hmm. tell us what you have going on here
1: yeah so of course the boat part as i said we've got some sliced apples for this one, I used an organic honey crisp. You could really use any apple variety you like. What do you guys eat in your household?
0: You know, the kids love honey crisps. Mm-hmm. I, my favorite in the Hawaii world is uh, it's either... I like the uh, Braeburn, the Fuji, and then there's one out of New Zealand that's my all-time favorite, and it's kind of escaping me right this second. <laughs>
1: is it the sugar bee? No, no it's, it's not everyone. the sugar
0: bee. Hmm. It's the... Um, Pacific Rose.
1: Oh, Pacific Rose. Yeah. To me, there's Mm. nothing
0: like a Pacific Rose on this planet. But uh, yeah, Honeycrisp was a close second.
1: They're great. And if you can find those sugar bees, those are incredibly sweet too. And there's an apple out there called a pink pearl. Have Mm. you seen these? They have a pink flesh on the inside. They're green on the outside and pink fleshy on the inside. If you Mm. see those, pick them up. They're quite a sight. You're going to be confused when you bite into it. Like, why is my apple pink?
0: I know the pink lady, Okay, but not the pink pearl.
1: Pink pearl. Got to check it out if you can find it. That's great. Um, so
0: Johnny, he, Johnny Depp would probably like it.
1: Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> he would be all about that one. Um, so we've got our, our sliced apples, and I've started applying just a little bit of nut butter. Again, for those who are trying to reduce the amount of fat, you can go with no almond butter or no nut butter or just a thin sliver. Um, my brand of choice, I really like this Artisana. They do a raw almond butter. They also do a raw walnut butter, mm-hmm. pecan butter. They're a great brand. And what is that?
0: Is that about $75 a jar? <laughs>
1: Yeah, you know, there's a reason. There's just a little bit on here. Rip. There's a there's a reason that there's just a little bit on here. Um, but what I love about this snack is it really is a kid friendly option, right? It's kind of fun. You can involve kids by having them, you know, spread the the nut butter on there or having them apply the sliced dates. Um, And it's a great way to engage the kids and get them in the kitchen and get them excited about plant-based eating. So we'll start finishing uh, applying the nut butter here. And then the next step, I've got some of those great Batista Farms Medjool dates, and I'm just going to apply a little sliver on each one. Yeah, no, thank you. Yeah. But can't you picture a kid like getting excited? You could have a two-year-old in here putting these little slugs on their boats.
0: This is good two to 99. Two right? to
1: 99, mm-hmm. yep. totally, yep. totally. Um, and so again, you know, the 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 nut butter is the slime, as we like to cl- call it. You can do a little bit of slime or a lot of slime. Mm. And then what I typically like to do, I do slugs on a boat two ways. Some of them I'll do with a little bit of cinnamon, right? So you get that nice cinnamon apple. Yeah. And an alternative, again, for, for people who aren't shying away from, from fat in the same way, I have this 100% unsweetened dark chocolate, um, melted chocolate chips that I have here. And what I like to do is just put the thinnest little drizzle. It's, it's so, I mean, dark chocolate, 100%, you know that's really flavorful. Um, so a little bit goes a long way. Just a very thin drizzle.
0: It's gorgeous. And those,
1: yeah, are looking good. Um, and you can pop them into the fridge for a little bit, let that chocolate harden and, and serve to guests. Um, your kids devoured these. I remember no. like as soon as they got put out, they were yeah. uh, gobbled up. Yeah. Um, no, and-
0: Shortly after you and Evan left the house, <laughs> we had these every night for probably uh, two weeks in a row.
1: Yeah. Oh, no, I believe it. Oh, and I was going to say, I don't know if you've ever tried it with uh, cashew butter. Mm. A little bit of cashew butter with that medjool date, it reads like a caramel apple. Mm. Like, that's Mm. the effect of it. It's Mm. absolutely delicious. So dessert after coffee snack, breakfast if you want to because it's healthy enough. You really get the fiber, of course, from the apple. You get the protein and the fats from the nut butter of your choice um, and that extra fiber from those dates. And then what's
0: that little guy you got hiding there?
1: Oh, yes. Um, so my secret for desserts is I put on just a little bit of salt. I really like the Moldone flake salt. Cause again, a little bit goes a long way. So at the very end, if you want to just sprinkle a little bit of salt right here on the top, it's going to really set it off. Right. If you're doing a party and want to impress some guests, that might be the way to go.
0: And who taught you that little trick again with the salt?
1: It was, it was a chef friend of mine uh, from a long time ago who was like, you want to yeah. s- make a dessert perfect. Add just a hint of salt. It brings out the sweetness. And somebody told me about salting strawberries.
0: Ooh.
1: It does the same thing. Um, you don't put salt on your watermelon. You're not one of those families. No, okay. we,
0: we put we put either lemon juice or lime juice on our Ooh, watermelons. And it really good. helps kind of amplify it.
1: Yeah. Mm. Watermelon um, sounds good.
0: Yeah. So Jess, this has been a fabulous first episode of Plant Strong Snackables. The bite-sized podcast where we talk all things food. Um, thank you for this so much.
1: Oh, thanks for having me, Rip, and cheers.
0: Cheers, and here is to a fabulous wedding and honeymoon.
1: Thank you. And you
0: and Evan are really—I mean, it's a very cliche thing, but meant for each other.
1: Thank you. We we agree, and, and let's toast to that as well. <laughs> thanks, <laughs> yeah. Rip. Okay. Appreciate you.
0: Mm.